right, Crane. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome back to another incredible episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau, episode 17. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here with my man, 100 Years. Charlie Chase, baby. See, now you said it at a nice, even level. Yeah, now, you know, it's the end of the work week, Flex. The end of the, yeah, it's true. There, TJF over here, and uh, we are back to give you another setup, another um, preview show. Preview show of the week coming up in football. Um, and what a week it will be. Week three. I'm, I, I, I like the week that's coming up. I see a lot of uh, high-flying offense. Before we just talk about the week real quick, I just need to and want to give a big shout-out to my friends over at Hold Up A Sec Podcast because I was a guest on their show this past uh, week. Yes, how did that go? It. I talked about Spider-Man the entire time. Oh, how so in the world do you think it went for me? Yeah, you must have been the happiest person I, ever. I had a blast. Andrew, Alberto, those guys are great. And it's funny because, uh, I don't know if I told you, so I went to grammar school with uh, Alberto. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen him since grammar school. But we were good friends when we were in grammar school. Even when we graduated, we were really good friends, and we played a lot of now, video Alberto games. Alberto is a gentleman that has a podcast? Yes, him and his okay. friend Andrew. Okay. He's a really funny guy, and it was just it was it was fantastic. It was such a pleasure to be a part of this show. It's live now. It went live today. Uh, so everybody, please go look it up and please check it out to the Hold Up a Sec podcast. Hold Up a Sec SEC, and it, it, it you know they talk about everything in general. They have a show about you know from everything from uh, Nintendo sixty four games to so it's mostly centered around gaming. No, or no, no. Same. That's what I'm just that's why I was saying from Nintendo sixty four games to even mm-hmm. shows about like how I met your mother. So like it talks about a lot uh, of bit of everything and like. It's, it's, it's great because you're going to listen to the show and they really make you feel like uh, instead of them talking to you, they're talking with you and you feel like, you know, like mm. you're, they're interacting with you in the show. It's, it's awesome. It's funny. And sort of I, like what we do here at the uh, Yeah, the yeah, but, but we do it, you know, by, based on the center of sports. You know, they don't talk too much about sports, you know, so, but it's what, uh, it was just great because, like I said, we got to talk about Spider-Man. We got to talk about the new video game and I've been playing a new video game. How's that going? Uh, I haven't seen you since since last week. Have you been doing that the whole week? No, 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 no. I have not been doing that the whole week. I would like to, especially for the fact that I am not super excited about it. No? Disappointment? It has so far been a little I mean, you disappointing. You were so happy when you got it. It, it is, came with I, the trophy and all that other stuff that it came with. It it was so far, it's been a little disappointing. I'm sorry it's, to hear it's, that. It is. I'm, I, I'm very, I feel your pain. I've been very upset about it, to be honest with you. I really have. I've been very, very, very upset about it. And, uh... I mean, we'll see how it goes. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm close to the halfway point. I mean, we'll see. I haven't played it too much. Uh, I'm going to play it a lot more l- later tonight. Mm-hmm. And um, that's my Friday night planned out. Nice. Sounds very exciting. Speaking about, so, so that's my Friday night. Yeah, I planned out about that. So like I said, once again, check out uh, Hold Up A Sick Podcast. Uh, once again, you could also follow us uh, here at the Better Fantasy Bureau on Instagram at BFB Podcast, on our Twitter at Podcast BFB. And remember, if you have any lineup questions going on throughout, Hit us up on any of those platforms anytime. Uh, so, like I said, I planned out. I told you about my Friday night, and now to let you know about Thursday night. 
Yeah, Thursday night football. How about that? It was a good game. It was a it was a big game. It was a good game, a lot of excitement. Uh, Browns winning for the first time. Exciting, since, exciting later on. Yeah, I know? mean, yeah, you know, the, I mean, the Jets got it was exciting for uh, Jet fans to start off with. It, it, it not to end off with, not to end off with, but um, it had excitement for both parties. Let's say, but the Browns winning for the first time since Christmas Eve, twenty sixteen. Dilly dilly. Dilly, 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 the chains were unleashed yeah, man. on those. And I thought, you know what happened there as an advertising scheme? I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. But the chains were unleashed on those free Bud Light refrigerators. You got, if, you, if you check it out, you see the video that's up on the internet. It goes, you know, people are screaming, like, Bud Light, Bud yeah. Light. We I'll got po- it up on the uh, BFB page. We put up the picture of it. I'll find a video again. I'll post the video up later, and you're going to yeah, see yeah. everybody screaming at it, Bud Light, Bud Light. Yeah. And it was, it was great. I mean, listen, it was great for... Uh, the fans mm-hmm. of Cleveland. Yeah, I, I don't care. People say like, "Hey, man, don't get too excited. It's over the Jets, whatever." Like, listen, man. Like you said, they haven't won a game since yeah, two thousand sixteen. A little bit to celebrate. Let them be happy. Exactly. Let them and, be. Exci- you know, they've had two heartbreakers. Week, you know, the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, the Browns could easily be three and zero right now. I don't know about easily. I mean, look, a missed field goal. Yeah, yeah, you know miss field goal. I get it, but you know, I don't. I, they, you just, know, the football bounces a lot of funny ways. A couple of bounces here, a couple of bounces there. They're three and zero. And a block field goal. And a block field goal. But the uh, the uh, Baker Mayfield era has officially begun. It it has. It was good to see. And you see, as, as soon as he came on to take over yeah. for uh, Tyrod Taylor, who left the game with a concussion, mm-hmm. it was good to see him go like uh, three for four for like what, like seventy something yards, something like that. He yeah, went on the first drive. Uh, I mean, overall for the game, he was no, no, three, not that seventy, seventy, whatever it was. It was three for something for mm-hmm. some odd yards, not seventy, what. But still, it was, it was, it was good to see him. Uh, yeah, he. he, he he seems like he was poised. Seems like he was under control. Yeah. Even if he was running out and like running out of bounds, he still needed to find a receiver. Right, he right. threw, uh, you know, some passes running away that, you know, were, were, were still like catchable by receivers, right, right. nonetheless. Like you know, but he throws like a bullet. Oh yeah. Now remember, I mean, like like we said in week one, you know, I don't want to overreact to Sam Darnold's performance because you know he wasn't under a lot of pressure. Same thing last night. I don't want to overreact to um, his performance, but the kid. The kid looks like he's got something special, though. Sam Donald or Baker? Baker Mayfield. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, the, the team rallied around him, and he was just throwing darts all over the field. Yeah, no, and, listen. They, they, yeah, and they well, ran the uh, the Cleveland special. The Baker special. The Baker special, whatever you want to name went, it. Went from the Philly special, now it's the yeah. Baker special. <laughs> Caught a two-point conversion. And, Jesus uh, Christ. What a moment that was for Cleveland. What did you but start, Doug Peterson? What did a, who had a better night than Carlos Hyde? Fantasy wise, just just in life. No, so he, he celebrated a, his birthday, right? Ran for two touchdowns, and, and then wel- and then welcomed his son into the world. And then Cleveland win, and Cleveland won. Wow, yeah, all that. So I didn't know all that. Car- yeah, Carlos I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That that's so, that, that no, that that really is great, and it was yeah. great to see Baker Mayfield uh, do all that. I mean, granted, it's not like um, you know he threw his first on t- touchdown pass yet. But yeah. uh, you know, it, was, it doesn't matter. But whatever that, way you want to look at come. it, and I, you know, I, I get upset sometimes when I hear like Jets fans throwing in the towel already on Sam Darnold. Well, he did. I'll say this: he he did look rattled last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, look, I, I guess was, the pressure, it was a wild atmosphere. You, you know what I mean? The, they the, gave up a fourteen point lead, so yeah. And also the pressure falling under him, like oh, like Baker was taking number one, and I was the second quarterback yeah, yeah. taken. You know, but people saying I should have been the number one quarterback right. taken. I'm going to show these people in Cleveland what they're missing. 
maybe that was in his mind. I don't know. I never met the guy. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's just that uh, I, I I feel like there was, there was a lot of pressure. And you know what? But still, he looked like a rookie yesterday. Right. Darnold did. Darnold did, exactly. Yeah. Darnold mm-hmm. looked like a rookie. That's what he is. He's a rookie. Yeah, there's going to be growing pains. They showed uh, the stats for your boy Troy Aikman's yeah, <laughs> the third, third start. Why, why you got to – Football Network, why do you got to do that to my boy Troy? Because they show they know what, what of a great no, no, quarterback know, he was. I know why they did it. Yeah, why, and then, why, do you, why do you got to do Troy like that, it, man? It happens, man. It happens. It's all right. It's all right. You know, all but the greats make the mistakes. One of the most accurate throwers of all time, though. We're not talking about Troy, Troy Aikman, Aikman anymore. I'm just okay. saying. <laughs> Jesus I'm Christ. Just Nobody's just, we no, love you don't gotta defend you don't gotta defend. You love him. <laughs> Anyways, uh so um so yeah, so that was uh the show. The show, I'm sorry for yes uh, the game for yesterday and it was exciting yeah. to watch. Congratulations once again to Cleveland. <laughs> And you know what? Just just real quickly before we move on, I think that that Tyrod Taylor was on his way out even before like the concussion. You know what I mean? Like he made a couple of bad throws. Like there was one throw to to Callaway where Callaway just beat the guy off the line. Yeah, he, and he yeah. underthrew it by like yeah, five or yeah, six yeah, yards. Yeah, you know, yeah, so, so. Um, look, it's it's a uh, Baker Mayfield time in Cleveland. I but think it's got to be. I think I, I don't think the, the you know like and the I city think the of Cleveland is will... excited. Yeah, I don't think the city of Cleveland is going to forgive anybody if they put Tyrod Taylor back. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible to be that, but I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, absolutely. So you ready to get into week so three? Pe- people cannot pick up Baker Mayfield fast enough. That's my boy yeah, Tim. Yeah. He wrote, he's like, I can't, I can't pick up Mayfield, Baker Mayfield fast enough. Cam Newton's on the trading block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, the kid looks special, man. Let's see what happens. All right, so going on now to week three preview. So as always, with every show, as we try to get you all the information as possible as much as we can with who's hurt. So uh, with our who's hurt segment, I really got to make a drop for this. I, I just, yeah, I, yeah, let's go, Flex. It's week three already. Nah, leave me alone. So uh, all right, who's hurt? So then going on. So to start off with who's hurt with the Eagles' backfield in general. It started off with just Jay Ajayi talking about. That's like a mash unit. Missed, now, Jay Ajayi, he missed practice because of a back issue mm-hmm. and is officially ruled out. Out. Darren Sproles is also ruled out. And to add more on top of that, Corey Clement got hurt today in practice. As of you don't know, we are filming this episode Friday, September 21st. By the way, shout out, happy birthday to my father. Oh, uh, happy birthday, Mr. Myola. Yes, happy birthday to my father. Uh, and to add more, so like I said, to add more on top of that, Corey Clement hurt his quad in practice today. He's still going to look like to be the starter. He's going to get the bulk of the carries. And Wendell Small was also going to be mixed in there. Uh, Devontae Parker, not hurt. Expected to start making his season debut after recovering from mm-hmm. a broken finger. Uh, Alex Coslins, he mixed practice because he was sick. Uh, I don't think anybody. I don't think it's gonna be enough to. Keep I've been him. sick watching Alex Collins play football the first two weeks. But he's I'm, gonna get better, man. He's because he's, he's their best back. Yeah, but you know what's sure. funny? Just to give you guys a little stat too, there's only been there's only been um, two running backs so far that have five or more receptions and a rushing touchdown. That have five or more receptions with a rushing touchdown. There's only two of them, and it is James Conner and Buck Allen. The only two in the NFL so far to do that. Uh, so Alice Collins missed because he was sick, but I don't think it's going to be anything to keep him out, but it's worth keeping an eye on. Anyways, Leonard Fournette, he returns to practice, though he was still limited. Mm. It's still a good sign, though, to see that he I'd might still be nervous back. if I was a Fournette owner. I'm a little nervous, but I think he's going to be played back. Yeah. Well, I'm also nervous about uh, Marcus Mariota. He still feels a tingling sensation in his right hand, and it gives him problems on holding on to the ball. Yeah. Uh, he has been practicing, but the head coach, he did say that he's confident in starting uh, Blaine Gabbert. And he's, he's he probably to. not in a rush to get back this week to play against that Jaguar defense. Nope, probably not. Uh, Julio Jones, he did partake in practice yesterday, but he said he had some tightness in his calf. He has not yet committed if he will suit up on Sunday to play. He said to be day-to-day, and I doubt it's going to keep him out on Sunday, but once again, keep your eye mm-hmm. on it. Devontae, sticking with the Falcons, Devontae Freeman, 
was slated to miss two to three weeks because of his bruise and his th- uh, the bruise in his right knee. Uh, but the head coach now is changing that a little bit by saying that instead of him missing two to three weeks, he's day to day after make it, missing practice again. It doesn't seem that he's going in the right direction though. Yeah, I don't see him playing this week. I don't see him playing this week either. But still, just for him to be saved the day, I guess it gives you more hope and maybe some false hope, but hope nonetheless. Who else is hopeful that's going to play this Sunday is Marquise Goodwin, who I need to come back for my team after taking a deep thigh bruise that kept him out from from scoring his first fantasy point of the season this year. He's been limited at practice, and he's another one that's still day to day. That is a game time decision. Uh, so that, that's pretty much it for the that's the big it. names. That's the, the big names so far that we for fantasy football. Good job, Flex. Oh, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, but I have to make a drop for it to be a better job. Yeah, because we're the better. We're the better fantasy bureau, not the good fantasy bureau. (laughs) All right, so let's get into week three. Let's get back. Let's get into week three. Let's get into it, and then give you all the information of everything that you have uh, to start your lineups. Once again, if you you have seasonal daily, here we go. If you have questions, remember hit us up on IG at BFB Podcast or Twitter at Podcast BFB. Yes. So go on, Charlie. Why don't you start us off? All right, so I'll start us off. First game on the docket is Bills at Vikings. Now, a minus 17-point favorites they are, the Vikings. I haven't seen a line like this in years in football. I've never seen a 17-point favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, 40.5-point total, so that it doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game, uh, but there will be on the Vikings side of the ball. Now, this is your uh, for you guys that play – uh, survivor pools. This is your survivor pool special this week. All in on the Vikings. If you got ten picks, I would put all ten picks on the Vikings. Um, now they have the third highest implied team total on the board, twenty eight point three. So there is going to be some scoring on the Viking side of the ball. Uh, Kirk Cousins. He continues to roll. Get him into your lineups. Both the wide receivers from the Viking side of the ball, Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. They're they're great. What else can you say? Get them into your lineups in daily. I think they're going to be great tournament options. Last week, they were 1% owned in tournaments, which is unexplainable for their talent level and for the level of quarterback they have throwing them the ball and matchup. Uh, this week, they get another good matchup against the Bills defense that scares no one. Um, so get them into your lineup as well. And the interesting target here um, on the Minnesota side of the ball, it would be Latavius Murray if Dalvin Cooks sits out. Um, I don't mind him in seasonal if, if Cooks is out, and he will be low-owned in daily so uh, keep your eye out for Latavius Murray and of course that Vikings defense in seasonal get the Vikings defense into your lineups you don't need me to tell you that Uh, they're in a prime spot going against that Buffalo Bills offense that's scoring no one and against Josh Allen who at this point looks like an an inaccurate quarterback and he's not running away from anyone so uh, he's going to be poised for sacks so it's it's all Vikings in this one can you guess who I'm taking the Bills the Bills. How do you know <laughs> I already wrote down Vikings for you already. I already wrote Good that down. Good job, Flex. Who um, do you who do you got? Should I, I even ask? I got the, the Vikings, of course. Yeah. Do you uh, have any any plays on this game that I you know? No, I mean out? it's 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 just like a matchup thing that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like like for for anybody on the Vikings, they've been red hot. That's a red hot offense. I yeah. mean, it's great to see your boy Dan Bailey back on the field. I'm sure. Dan Bailey. Shout out to Dan Bailey. Um, he but, should still be a Cowboy, but it's another conversation absolutely definitely another conversation because we're not talking about the cowboys uh so yeah so i definitely see um i definitely just see another vikings win and you know uh, LaShawn mccoy i think more likely will not play this week he was in practice with a non uh contact jersey yeah so i don't see him playing and then uh, i don't see the now other you, running backs you, doing anything you own a share of shade and mccoy right yeah, one, would you start him this week no well he's not gonna play 
Well, he's he's questionable. He's not going to play. Yeah, I don't think even if he does, even if he does a full health, I would. I I don't. I don't think he plays either. Um. So yeah, that's a stay away from me. Yeah. Uh, So moving on to the next game, Flex, your zero and two Giants. Yeah, my zero and two Giants. So now going going against the zero and two Texans. Yeah. So go ahead. Someone's going to get their first win. So I'm actually not for nothing. I'm concerned a little bit about the Giants' defense here. I'm not going to lie. With Olivier Burton and and Eli Apple both in doubt for this Mm week, uh, before. You know, missing Eli Apple wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing, but you know, especially last he's played, he's played better. He's played a lot better this year because yeah. last year he was doing he was terrible for a lot of different ways, like you know, off you know, off the field also. But what he was doing good now this year is that you see when he's playing, he's looking at the ball more. He's at least turning around to look at the ball, right. even if he's not looking to make a play on the ball. He's acting as he's as, right. as he is. He's for the learning how to, to play that. corner in the NFL. E- exactly, yeah. he's doing a lot better right now. Now, not to say that Eli Apple is you know enough to stop Deshaun Watt, the duo of you know with Deshaun Watson and the duo of Hopkins and Fuller, mm-hmm. you know and. Uh, that sounds like a sick like law firm, right? Yeah, right. The law firm of Hopkins and Fuller. Hopkins and Fuller. <laughs> right. um, but it would they help ca- nonetheless. They catch all the playing. cases. The Giants so far are second in. Now the good side about this is that mm-hmm. they are so far not for another. They are second in the league for allowing the fewest receiving yards. They have mm-hmm. only allowed three hundred thirty six yards so far. The Giants. Um, but then again, they haven't faced any QBs or wide receivers like Watson and Hopkins. Right. Fair enough to say. Uh, but still, you play Hopkins. You don't think about it. I know we're going to be going seeing more uh, Jenkins for the most part. Mm-hmm. You still play Hopkins no matter what, especially if Watson is, is does you know like I said last year his first start was shaky. This year his first start is shaky. You know he's probably just a quarterback that starts off slow. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know you start both of them. You don't think about it on the Giants side. You obviously uh, you know you play all the big guys, and I just see a big bounce back week for Odell Beckham Jr. for OBJ. The Texans defense so far has been unimpressive, mm-hmm. right? And they have allowed five touchdowns so far in the first two. Weeks. Weeks. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, I I just see them having. I just see OBJ having a bigger game here. You do not sit Barkley, of course not. I would hope you no. wouldn't. You know, you you play Ingram, even though that the Giants have so many different weapons. Ingram is still getting a hefty amount of targets that gives him enough in such a depleted position to be a tight end one weekly. So, otherwise, I still I don't like Miller. Even in this matchup so far, you know, the Giants' the only rushing touchdown they gave up was to Zeke Elliott. Zeke, yes, Zeke uh, the freak. I don't like, I don't like Miller. I don't like anybody from that backfield. But you play pretty much like you play everybody. The usual suspects. The usual suspects. Yeah. I guess maybe the sneaky play here, if you had to pick one, would be Fuller. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I like, I like Fuller this week. Yeah, I like Fuller. This week. Like, like, I, said, I like him in daily, especially with, with uh, Eli Apple out. So you know, and Jenkins is taking care of Hopkins more for the most part. But you play all the big names here. You don't think about it too much. I just see Odell Beckham Jr. having a way bigger game than what he had last week. And I'm picking, and I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you the truth. The non-Giants fan in me would probably say that the Texans would probably win this one. Mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous for this game. Yeah. A little nervous. But I am going to pick my Giants. Because even as a non-Giants fan, mm-hmm. you can't say it's crazy to say that they're going to win. They, yeah, they have mean, a chance of winning. On the road. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Texans are not, you know, haven't been that impressive so far. Yeah, like I said, the defense hasn't been that impressive. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I just, I just think that. Because our defense hasn't been as impressive, that we have too much of a good running back and too much of a good wide receiver, yeah. and not for nothing, too much of a good tight end. So but we have too much that of offensive a, line, though. That, of course, an offensive me, line. That, listen, yes, I get it, I get it. But you know, especially now that we lost our center too with a broken mm-hmm. ankle. Uh, but still, I, I'm taking the Giants. Yeah, I'm going with the Texans. So I know I already wrote that down. You for already you wrote too. that down. You're I already wrote that down guy. for you too. <laughs> you are a smart guy, and you are pissing me off. Go on, next. <laughs> All right, next game on the board is uh, Packers at Redskins. Packers as a traveling three point road favorites, uh, forty five and a half point total. Now, uh, a Aaron, 
A.A. Ron Rogers basically playing on one leg. Now, I was the only funny part of that whole skit, I felt. <laughs> yeah. But sorry, not sorry. Not the whole skit. I think it's, for me, I think it's one of the, like, the funniest things that that comedian's ever done. I don't He's, find, I don't find that, uh, that, Pell, Pell and Kel, whatever those yeah, guys. Yeah. I don't find them all. Yeah, they're funny. a little lame. But that was funny though. That that Aaron skit. That I was watched that was that funny. Like two hundred times. All right, so go on. My, my girl actually put me onto that skit. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but getting back to uh, football, so uh, Rogers is basically playing on one leg, um, and you kind he kind of has to. I mean, look, if if you take Rogers out of that lineup, they're a four win team. The Packers are. So I mean, look, you know, you're starting. Uh, you're starting Rogers. They're uh, the, a what team? They're a four win team. Oh, they said four and one team. Like they haven't played five games. No, no, four win team. Okay, if, if you take Rogers I mean, I know, I get you. The rest of the season. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, uh, you know, he's playing on on one leg, but he's toughing it out. You know, got the big contract, so maybe he feels like he needs to be in there, which you know I totally get. Uh, Devontae Adams, you know, he's a little banged up, but you're going to start him. Um, now, the interesting target here is uh, Geronimo, Geronimo Allison. Um, he's in play for me on seasonal as a flex and in daily. He actually has more receptions per route run than even Devontae Adams. So it seems like Aaron Rodgers does have a connection with him. Um, on the Redskins side of the ball, I mean, you know, um, get Jordan Reed into your lineups. Um, you know, he's he's been playing well, you know, to start the year. And the Packers seem to uh, struggle in the past in the past defense. Also, I think this is a good bounce back spot bounce back spot for Alex Smith, who you know kind of disappointed last week. He had a good matchup against the Colts and really didn't do what everyone expected him to. But I like him as a stack in daily with Chris Thompson. Uh, it's Chris Thompson. He you could say that he's actually the number one receiver in that offense, even though he's a running back. But um, it looks like he's getting a majority of the targets. Now, if there is one interesting target um, for daily and maybe as a fringe flex play in seasonal is um who is that sorry guys i lost my uh, notes for a second oh charlie paul richardson very sorry sorry guys uh paul richardson's the uh the green, together, bay, charlie. the green bay packers have struggled to guard the number one receiver so far this year um so get some of paul richardson into your lineup he's 4300 on dk 5700 on FanDuel. so i'll have plenty of smith richardson stacks in tournaments um and i like the redskins in this game Wow, you know what's funny? I actually wrote that for you, too. Oh, flex. Come on. Man. I really wrote that for you. I'm not kidding. Look, yeah. I'm not even touching the keyboard. I already wrote that for you. All right. <laughs> All right, flex. Wow, that's crazy. So who do you have in this game? I have the Packers. The Packers? Why? I take the T- Packers. Tell me why. Tell me on the Packers. Because just Aaron Rodgers. I just, I just, I just, that, that Washington Redskins defense is good. Just mm-hmm. I don't think it's good enough to stop Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And like, like I said, like I said last week, it is very, very, very uh, odd that um, a team could have three wide receivers that are fantasy relevant, yeah. but the Packers with Aaron Rodgers they, they is do. the exception. But look, I mean, Rodgers, you know, who knows if he's going to make it through and the And another game, person, you know? I, I just, I think he's going to be held back a bit this week, or at least that's what the way it seems. I don't see it as also as impossible for him to break out and run a 15-plus more yard run is Aaron Jones. Now, I told you before the year started, Darius Geis was the one I plant my flag with, but this year now with Darius Geis out, it is Aaron Jones, and I'm very high on Aaron Jones. Actually, with that trade I just made in the BFB League, uh, I traded away my RB2, who was Alex Collins, and I traded away Isaiah Crowell. You know, I traded them both away because I have Aaron Jones. I have Christian McCaffrey as number one, and then the other running backs I have on that team are um, Theo Riddick, on Johnson, and Aaron Jones. And mm-hmm. I was more comfortable giving away Collins and Crowell, two starting running backs, because I have Aaron Jones. And I just think that 
Maybe he might be held in check this week, as Mike McCarthy said, but he's not impossible for him to break off like a 15-plus yard run because, as I said, the only other person who would do that more than him last year was Alvin Kamara, and he's the second one to do that more. So I just I just think him just taking yeah. over that backfield because Jamal Williams has been unimpressive and Ty Montgomery is going to be there in the passing directions, but he's going to fade out a bit. I think. Yeah, agreed. All right, so moving on to the 49ers and the Chiefs. Yes. Scary game for the yeah. 49ers. Scary game as they face a supernova red hot Pat Mahomes. And Patty Mahomes. Can you keep this up? Uh, I, I I don't see why not. There's no, no reason, reason for me to think there's no reason for you thinking right? for him to slow it down unless he tore his, tears his ACL. Just like you know, oh, another Sean Watson. Don't say that. I'm just saying another Deshaun Watson type thing. I doubt it's gonna happen. I hope it doesn't happen. It's been fun to see this guy play. Yeah. Ten touchdowns in his first two games, and I really wish how many touchdowns? Ten. How many touchdowns? Shh, stop, I'm not doing this with you. So wow. I really do I really wish I do not have to tell you to start Pat Mahomes. Don't think about it. Start him. I don't care whatever what anybody else you might have. I don't even care if you have Fitzpatrick. Start Pat Mahomes. You have Pat Mahomes. Not starting Conor McGregor? No, no, no. I'm starting Pat Mahomes over him. <laughs> start him if you have him. I don't think there's any. I mean, I have other people ranked ahead of him, but if you yeah. have him, you more likely don't have one of the people I have no, ranked all, ahead of him. All systems goes for Patty Mahomes. If, yeah. you, if you're a Patty Mahomes owner, get him into your lineup. It's, it's just especially because of this matchup. You know, yeah. this Matt Stafford threw three, three touchdown passes against this team. Kirk Cousins got two. I could see definitely Mahomes throwing another two to four touchdowns yeah. easily. Uh, Kareem Hunt, and I, I'm sure at this point, you don't have somebody else better to play than Kareem Hunt in mm-hmm. your lineup that you, you have to sit him for. Um, but this was one reason why I didn't want to draft him, and I told you that, because I just don't see him doing as well as what's projected to him. But still, he found the end zone last week, so his ability as a pass catcher keeps him in the league's, you know, in one of the league's best offense, keeps him in that RB1 expectation. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that he'll deliver like that. Um, he hasn't, Even though he found the end zone last week, he hasn't had more than 15 fantasy points. Yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, just before you move on from Hunt, his his price in daily has dropped dramatically. He's for good he's, reason. He's six thousand on DraftKings and he's um, seventy nine hundred on Fanduel. So a better play on DraftKings, but um, you could get him at really low ownership under price this week. It's it's hard to sit him, but like I said, being not being a fan of Cream Hunt before the season even started, I haven't found any reason yet to love him. Yeah, as maybe as other people have when they took him, like you know, you, like you would sit him this second. week if you if you had it's, him. It's hard to sit him. Yeah, it's hard to sit him. I say it's hard. It's easy. Your late first round or your early second round picks would be very hard to sit him. But mm-hmm. the reason I haven't drafted him in any and I said he was a guy I do not want to buy. He was on my do not buy list. I did not want to touch him. Right. And so far I've been right about it. I yeah, think yeah. the price is too high for what I actually I gotta I gotta credit you because I was a little high on him to start the year and then you know after we started doing the pod I kind of moved off him a little bit. Well so they, like I said he hasn't even had more than fifteen fantasy points um uh, this week and you know even this week against the against against the Niners they still have yet to allow a rushing touchdown. Yeah. So uh, the deep, the Chiefs defense though is not good at all. You know that is another reason why they've been so many shootouts. Um, at least the secondary hasn't been. You know through the air they have allowed eight hundred and seventy six yards mm-hmm. through the air so far. Is this a get right spot for Jimmy G? Um, I you know he did better last week and I think he's going to do better now because you know they, they make the Chiefs defense they make up for on the ground. They're sixth in rushing yards allowed. They only allowed one hundred fifty six um, yards. On the ground, so I'd probably bet you have better options than Brita or even Morris. I'm sure you have better options than them, but I like other QBs more than Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. But if Garoppolo is like your main guy that you stuck with, it'd be a good week to deploy him for this week. Uh, they've the pass percentage completions they've allowed the QBs has been 65.8 percent so far of their passes. And with Marquise Goodwin coming back this week, mm-hmm. looking to come back this week, he's my favorite 49er to play this week. Is Marquise Goodwin? Um, 
you know, along with George Kittle as well. But Marcus Gilman was my favorite one. So if he comes back this week, I like Garoppolo even more. Like I said, if you have a better option of Garoppolo, start him. Uh, but uh, if he's your main guy, go with him. I got, got the it. Chiefs this game. I got the Chiefs as well. All right. So moving on, Charlie. Next. Moving on. Raiders at Dolphins. Dolphins three home, uh, three point home favorite with a forty four and a half point total. Uh, this is going to be one of the ugliest slow paced games of the slate. I don't really see a lot of fantasy goodness um, in seasonal. I mean, do you play Kenyon Drake? I mean, I, you know, for the uh, money for the round that you invested, maybe you do play him, but. I don't feel good about it. I mean, Frank Gore is getting almost 40% of the carries, so it looks like it's going to be a split backfield with them. Um, on the Dolph, uh, I'm sorry, um, as far as uh, Ryan Tannehill goes, I mean, obviously you're not starting him in seasonal. He's really cheap in daily. He's 5300 on DraftKings and 6,000 on FanDuel. So I wouldn't mind pairing him up with uh, most likely with Stills. He seems like he's got the rapport with Stills. Um, and that's really all I'm seeing on the Dolphin side of the ball. On the Raiders side of the ball, I'm not seeing much as well. I mean, you know, Amari Cooper had a good game last week. You're going to get him into your lineups. Um, and then maybe Jerry Cook, as the Dolphins have shown that they can struggle defending the tight end this year. Um, and that's about it. I'm not really seeing much else in this game. Um, I mean, I really have no interest in, in Derek Carr, Mashawn um, Lynch. I have no interest as well. No, so, you don't know which is Mashawn Lynch? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, if you drafted him in seasonal, you invested a fourth, fifth round pick in him, you're going to start him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't. If you had uh, other options, I would look elsewhere. Um, and that's pretty much it. I got the Dolphins in this game. I do too. I got the Dolphins as well for this game. Uh, and like I said, uh, I'm not a fan at all of Devontae Parker, but apparently his name stands out to be somebody that's relevant. I don't see it, though, So until uh, I'm proved wrong. Going on, Colts versus the Eagles. Yes. Welcome so, back, Carson Wentz. That's actually the first things I wrote in my notes. Thank oh. you for stealing my lines. You, 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 how you, you're, you're like you're like that scary thing. Like when I bought this bracelet the other day of the Giants game, this Loki bracelet, this uh, Lokai bracelet, whatever, mm-hmm. and I did, and I, and it's popping up all over my timeline. It's popping up all over. That's, I bought it at the Giants game, man. and now it's popping up everywhere in my timeline. <laughs> I didn't mention the name. But it's popping up everywhere in my timeline. It is scary. They're, and then, they're and, listening, Flex. And, yeah, now you Skynet is real. Yeah, that's like you now with Skynet. Well, you know, you welcome back Carson Wentz. You started up. <laughs> uh not only welcome back for Carson Wentz, what a game for him to return to. Them missing two of their big rain, main running backs and then possibly a third main running back. Mm-hmm. I doubt Corey Clement's gonna be out, but he still has a quad issue. But he's facing one of the league's worst defenses. Yes. They have allowed an average of seven point two yards on every pass completed not only is this return of Carson Wentz it's also the return of Jeffries as well Mm -hmm. he is the Eagles number one wide receiver so matchup wise it is hard to sit Carson Wentz yeah but it depends on who else you have like in one league I have Carson Wentz and I am sitting Carson Wentz that is because I have Kirk Cousins going against the Bills Mm, okay so if you want to sit Carson Wentz because of the fact that uh, you want to give him a week to see how NFL ready he is, it's not like he missed a ton of games. He's had, you know, but he's he's. I don't think he's had that much of a great time to recover because he only hurt himself like towards the end of the season last mm-hmm. year, and he's only missed two games so far this year. So, if you want to see how much how well he does with the recovering time that he has, and you want to sit him for somebody else, like if you had, you know. Andrew Luck right. or, you know, Pat Mahomes, it was another one that you have, that's fine with sitting him. Right. You know, I, or like in my case, if you have Fitzpatrick for this week, yeah. and because this is possibly might be Fitzmagic's last week, mm-hmm. and if you have him and you want to play these people it's over. It's not going to be his last week. I doubt it. I doubt it. It's I just said it, I just said it could week. possibly be. Yeah. I doubt it. I'm just saying it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. But it's if you have any one of those guys and you want to play him with Wentz to see how Wentz does, 
I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's the reason why I'm not playing Wentz is because I have Kirk Cousins who's been doing great mm-hmm. and he's got a great matchup against the Bills. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing there. If I um, just really quick, if I was a Wentz owner, I'd I'd start him. I'm not waiting a week to see how he does. So you would play him over Kirk Cousins? I, I would. No, I'm not. If I have Kirk, you Cousins. you would play him over Pat Mahomes? No. So you would pay him over Ryan Fitzpatrick? Um, no, but I mean, who who are gonna have? Who's gonna have Ryan Fitzpatrick on their roster? Who, nobody drafted him. Maybe a couple of people. Picked yeah, him but up a lot of people week. pick him over the way I'm yeah. sure. But I mean, look, if you if you drafted Wentz, you invested you know a seventh, eighth round pick in him. With you them I mean? saying, with I'm sure last week a lot yeah. more Wentz owners picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick. Probably dropped the other quarter. Like let's say they probably right. had Jimmy Garoppolo and Wentz. Right. They probably dropped Jimmy G and picked up Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I'm sure I mean, that happened look, a lot if, more. If you if you're streaming quarterback the first two weeks, waiting on Wentz, don't don't wait for him. You know what I mean? But get, get but, until but you this, just, this is the the dream matchup for right, him. Right, but you just met three other options. You would play over him. Yeah, but who's to say that you're going to have them on the roster though, Flex? I, I have Kirk Cousins. You have, you have Kirk Cousins, and, I, I'm, and saying, I'm sure I'm there's ju- other people who probably have Pat Mahomes. I, my other my other friend is playing Wentz, but he has Andrew Luck as well. That's another one to argue with. Right. I'm just saying though, like you just mentioned three other guys. I like, don't say like no, playing without course, thinking about but it. But I'm saying like if you have like let's say either Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott, start Carson Wentz. Uh, if you have, duh. if you have you know whoever your your other quarterback is, while you were waiting for Carson Wentz to get back. But you know your other quarterback could be Aaron Rodgers. Your other quarterback could be you know right. uh, Tom Brady. Your other quarterback if, could be Deshaun if, Watson. If Wentz is your number one, get him into your lineup. You know this. <laughs> Is, this is the dream spot for him. Don't be that person that waits around. I, to see I, I think I, I think it's better just to play him more in daily than it is five season long. Because if you had Wentz, I'm sure you probably more likely have another quarterback that you've been starting. Like you know, if you want to play him over Cam Newton, that's okay. If you want to play him over Drew Brees, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's a sure thing. Oh yeah. Wentz over Drew Brees right away for this first game. But matchup-wise, I get it. Yeah. But I just, don't be surprised just, if Carson Wentz throws three touchdowns this I'm week. just saying don't rush to get him in like he's going to do great right away. If you want to wait a week, wait a week, because I'm sure the other quarterbacks like Cam Newton and Drew Brees that you have are going to be serviceable for one more week. And then, you know, if oh, wow, Wentz, I'll play them. Now I can confidently put Wentz in every week. Because it's possible you could put him in. He's not NFL ready, and he does bad. Yeah, they wouldn't put him out there if he's not ready, Flex. But, no, the, the Eagles it, are you could sharp be physically team. ready. Right. You could be physically ready, mm-hmm. but you could just still not, you know, the speed might not be there for you. You know how it is. Like you know, like you could sh- you could be a good basketball shooter. You take some time off to, to find your rhythm in game time. It's going right. to be a little different. So that's what I'm saying. I, I just I just I just think there's probably you probably in a season long have more options that you've been sticking out with so far mm-hmm. that will probably do good just for one more week. That's just my recommendation. If you want to play him, I'm fine with that yeah. too. You, that's yeah. your decision. I would say play him. You you would say sit him. All right. Uh, then also on the Colts side of the ball, as uh, you know, uh, T.Y. Hilton was uh, put as questionable. He is now fine to play. He was out for practice for two weeks. He's only missed one game in his entire six-year career. So he's playing this week. He's fine right now. He was just, you know, uh, making it not, not aggravating, making it worse. Do not play anybody from the Colts' backfield. I still like Andrew Luck. Play him. Um, and there's not really much to say, but it's still, I got the Eagles in this one. I got the Eagles as well. All right, moving on, Charlie. All right, Titans at Jaguars. Jaguars, nine-point home favorite with a low 39-point total for the game, one of the lowest totals on the board. Uh, on the Titans side of the ball, Marcus Mariota is a little banged up, questionable for the game, um, you know, and I wouldn't be in no rush to get back against that Jaguars defense. Um, outside of Mariota, I mean, look, even if he's he plays in seasonal, I can't, you know, feel good about starting him. Um, you know, Deion Lewis, I like in PPR formats. I think game script's going to allow him to get a lot of targets. And that's pretty much it that, you know, I'm seeing on the Titan side of the ball. Um, Derek Henry is a no-go for me this week. Um, so give me all of Deion Lewis 
on the Titan side of the ball. Now for the Jaguars, uh, Fournette looks like he's going to play. If you have him in seasonal, I guess you're starting him. I don't feel great about it because, um, you know, he's got a hamstring. He's had a history of injuries, and the the hamstring could be something that lingers all year round. So, um, you know, obviously if you have him in seasonal, he's in the lineup, get him in. Um, I have no interest for in him in daily. I think this is a smash spot for the Jaguars' defense. Uh, I like him in seasonal. I like him in daily. The Titans' offense looks lifeless, so get the Jaguars' defense into your lineups. Now, if Fournette sits, I do like um, in daily uh, Bortles and Keelan Coles. I, li- I like that stack. Uh, did you see the catch that Keelan Cole made last week Yeah, in the sideline? Of course I did. Early candidate for catch of the year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so if Fournette's out, get Bortles and, and Cole into some tournament lineups. That's that's going to be a low-owned, high-upside stack. So that's about it for this game, and uh, and I got the Jaguars. Sure you did. I wrote that down already for you. <laughs> All right. All right, not much to talk about that, uh, for that. Moving on now, Bengals versus the Panthers. Good game here, not for nothing, especially a hard one to pick, I feel. Uh, I like a lot of the Bengals players this, year, this so far um, in this game because they seemed powerful last week. And not for nothing, that Panthers defense, it looked so-so. Andy Dalton's having a really nice start to the season so far, averaging 26 fantasy points per game over the first two weeks. I don't see him slowing down in this game, though. You know, the Panthers made Matt Ryan last week look like the MVP candidate that he was two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, he's, he's... Andy Dalton is more of a player I like in daily as opposed to season long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of other players that you want to play for your season long team, and I'm sure that you have. But if you have like want to play a daily, I like him. You play AJ Green. You don't think about that. Giovanardi, Joe Bernard also turns into a good play here as the Carolina has surrendered three touchdowns and 102 yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. So Gio Bernard's another person that I like here. At the same time, though. The bank, the Panthers defense have also called three fumbles, and it's not like Gio Bernard's like that elite type running back, right. but he's their main guy. Um, I love McCaffrey here, but more so because of his ability as a receiver. The Bengals are one of the worst five teams to give up the most yards from passing plays so far this year. So Christian McCaffrey, of course, you're playing without thinking. DJ Moore is somebody that I want to watch this game. I'm not saying play him. I'm not saying to play him, especially in season long. If you have, like, where you play a ton of different teams in daily, you have a bunch of different lineups in your daily games, DJ Moore could be somebody that you want to, like, you know what, just throw a fire on, risk it, whatever, throw a dart at. Because he's only played 17 snaps in his first two games. But last week, when he had his 51-yard touchdown, he made a lot of moves that made a couple defenders miss. Right. So... It's, it's interesting to watch him to see how he grows. He was the number one receiver taken in the draft. And Coach Rivera has said that this team has to put – I don't know if it was a pun intended in that, but he said, quote, has to put more on DJ Moore's plate. Mm-hmm. So it, it's interesting to see how to get him along. Jarvis Wright right now is a sneaky flex option because he appears to be the main slot guy that Cam likes to use a lot. But in daily, if you want to just, like, you know what, like throw a real, real, real risk that I think is, like, uh, you know – he more than likely won't put up fantasy relevant numbers, but if he does, wow, you look like a genius type. DJ Moore, somebody that gets yeah. a lot like that. That's that's not a bad stack with Cam. Yeah, um, they'll be you know DJ Moore will be very low owned. Yeah, in but tournaments. Christian McCaffrey, I love and Jarvis Wright. I you know he's got some flex consideration in mm-hmm. for this game, not at least you know because of the way that how bad the Bengals are through the air. Who do you have this game? Uh, you know, I kind of went back and forth on this game, but I did too. I'm gonna take the home team. Give me Carolina. Really? Yeah. Damn. I got Carolina too because it's the same thing I said because of their home team. But should I just take the Bengals just because we have to? Because we have too many, we have too many Alexis this week. You gotta, you gotta zig when our last, our last four games, no, last five games we have picked alike. Okay. You know what? I'll take the Bengals just because you picked the Panthers. All right. I went with the home team too. I that's all I read. But you know what? Just. 
Just, just look. It, it was a toss up. If it's a toss up, you go with the home. That's team. what I was thinking. I really could have picked between the two, but because our last five teams we picked, we agreed on our last five picks. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go the opposite of this one, just to bet against you. So I'll go with uh, Bengals. You're learning. Folks. All You're right. Learning. So uh, moving along because we got a couple of games again. We got to finish right. so quick, uh, as quick as we can. Broncos at Ravens. Uh, Ravens are a five and a half point home favorite. Forty four and a half point total on the Broncos side of the ball. I love Emmanuel Sanders. He's got a great matchup, uh, plug and play and seasonal. I ha- I'll have a, a ton of him in daily because. Because he is he's mispriced in daily. Sixty four hundred on on DraftKings, sixty nine hundred on FanDuel. He should be easily a seventy five hundred dollar uh, player. So get him into your lineup. Now the Broncos running game. Um, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, Royce Freeman, he looked like a stud in the preseason, hasn't really taken off to start the year. Booker is still kind of in the mix. And then Phillip Lindsay's carved out a role in the passing game. So um, if I had to play one person, it would probably be Lindsay in PPR formats. Um, I think he's a great flex option, and I don't mind him on DK where he's priced at 4600 um, now, on the Ravens side of the ball, give me all the John Brown. He's he's clearly established yeah. himself as the number one target in that offense. Yep. He's he's even getting targets in the red zone, which for someone that's you know a little bit smaller Shorter. in size, mm-hmm. you don't really see that. But he's getting all the targets in the red zones. Um, Alex Collins, I mean, I guess in seasonal you're starting him, but I haven't been really impressed. Uh, I want no part of him in He's daily. their best back, though. You guys see he's their most he's talented the only back. back. He's, he's their most talented back. Yeah, and, I mean, and now another, he's, he's sort getting, of like the last man standing. And he, no, because he he he's been he's been from the start their most talented back. I just they, they haven't for some reason they haven't just let him yeah. take over the reins. You know, he's had he had that fumble. You know, it's it's I don't know. He's just not something's it's kinda, not right with it's him. It's kind of like 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 almost like Powell and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Like he's shown that he could be a very good running back. For some reason, they just won't let him take control of it. Yeah, you know, they won't let him be that guy. No matter what, like Powell's never going to be that main guy, right? But he's shown that he could be relevant, so right. it's kind of like that. Like it's, but they won't let him do it. So like Collins is like he's, a, you know, he's the best back. He's not letting right. him take control. But go on, there's sorry. A, there's actually a, one more interesting option on the uh, Broncos side of the ball. I forgot to mention now, Cortland Sutton. Um, I went back and watched the Broncos game last week. He had a touchdown and a beautiful forty yard catch callback. So I'm not saying saying start him in seasonal unless like you're really 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 thin. But on daily he's 3500 on DraftKings. He's pretty much free, and then he's 4700 on FanDuel. So I don't mind having uh, a couple of Keenan Sutton stacks in tournaments. You used to wish the Broncos. I mean the Cowboys would have took Sutton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's 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 super talented, man. Mm-hmm. I mean look Gallup. He's he showed some promise, but I haven't seen it yet. Right. I mean, they haven't really given him the opportunity, but Sutton looks like the real deal, man. And especially in the red zone, he's going to be a red zone target monster. Um, so I got uh, I got the Ravens in this one. Okay, good. I got the Broncos. All right. All right, good. We're having, we're having diversity. Uh, so moving on, like I said, we're trying to finish out as as quickly and as thoroughly as we can with the Bears and the Cardinals. Jordan Howard is a big— what about Saints-Falcons? Huh? Saints-Falcons. I skipped that one? Yeah. Okay, my bad. So let's go to St. Falcons. I apologize. Thank you very much for that. So St. Falcons will go with another game that I want. Yeah, I did. Uh, another game that I want to watch. I would have watched if my Giants weren't playing at the same time at 1 o'clock, but I'm going to flip back and forth. You know, at the Sunday ticket, I got to watch all the games. Um, but, you know, this this game I think has the things for a lot of high-flying offense. Once again, I don't have to tell you to play Michael Thomas. I really wish I don't have to tell you that. If, I, if you ask me Michael Thomas, don't ask me about it. Right? You shouldn't be playing fantasy football. That's the, it's the truth. If you, have, if you do not play Michael Thomas, you should not play fantasy football, for real. <laughs> All right? I don't care if he only has one catch this week. You play him no matter what, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you play Drew Brees as well. And I'm even saying, actually, I like Matt Ryan here. You know, Not to say that he's going to put the same amount of points as he did last week, but I just still see him having a good game here. In this game, for sure, I just think it's going to be a lot of uh, 
you know, just a lot of offense going going around. I could be wrong about Matt Ryan. I just think that he's going to do really good. Yeah. If Julio does play, you play him for sure. Tevin Coleman should be up for a good game. The Saints have already given up a pair of touchdowns this year, and it doesn't seem to be that strong defense that it was last year. So, you know, not really too many sneaky plays I could kind of recommend here. Mm-hmm. You play all the obvious. Um Austin Hooper's another one you got to play. That's if, you know, I heard, you know, yeah. Gronk, Gronk is, is hurt at the moment. I, I like Hooper this week. Yeah. I mean, Gronk is hurt, but he might still play. But so if you need a tight end, you want to play. Austin Hooper maybe is another one you want to yeah, look at. I like at. him in daily as well. Uh, if you want to play somebody like real sneaky dart throws in daily, look at Ted Ginn Jr. and Calvin Ridley. In this mm-hmm. game, I have, there's another one that I toss up with. I'm taking the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons as well. Oh, come on. You can't just take the other team just against me just for no reason. I'm taking the Falcons, man. You're no fun. All right, so moving on to the uh, Battle of L.A. That's that's funny. You wouldn't have said that a couple of years ago. So the Battle of L.A., the uh, the Rams against the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are – I'm sorry, the Rams are a seven-point home favorite and a 48-point total for the game. Uh, on the Rams side of the ball, high-flying offense, Todd Gurley, what can you say? The guy's been a monster all year. Play uh, him, another one. Play him, you know, get him into your lineups. Um, I don't mind having a little bit of Brandon Cooks as well. Uh, even even uh, Cooper Cup, he's got he's been getting some targets over the last week. So get a little bit of uh, Cooper Cup into your lineups as well. Now on the Chargers side of the ball, even Robert Woods too. Yeah, Robert Woods, you can make a, a case for starting him as well. On the Chargers side of the ball, I mean, look, the Rams defense has looked legit. Uh, but, I mean, look, the Chargers are projected to score around 20 points, so that scoring's got to come from somewhere. Now, I would temper expectations on Melvin Gordon this week, even though in seasonal you are starting him. And daily, I'm going to limit my exposure. But, uh, look, Phillip Rivers and Keenan Allen is going to, you know, remember, Keenan Allen plays out of the slot, so he's going to avoid coverage from Tlaib and Peters. You know, they're not going to, you know, be shadowing him. So I still think that Keenan Allen could eat in this game. So get Keenan Allen to your lineups. I actually like a Rivers-Allen stack in daily. They're going to be super super low owned and this this uh game has sneaky shootout potential i mean like the over under is 48 i I wouldn't be surprised if there's over 50 points in this game Mm -hmm. so i see a high scoring game and um i like the rams give me the rams yeah definitely i like the rams as well that's uh once again with the agreeing all right uh all right so now going on with the bears and the cardinals now going on with the bears and the cardinals so jordan howard is a huge Huge play for me this week. I love Jordan Howard this week. I see Jordan Howard being a top five running back this week. That's simply just because of what Adrian Peterson and Todd Gurley did to this terrible Cardinals defense mm-hmm. the past two weeks. I get it. Todd Gurley's Todd Gurley, but it, it was like effortless. It was like yeah. nothing stopping them. Rushing in for the yards, rushing in for the touchdowns, rushing in for the two-point conversions. Nothing was stopping him. So Todd Gurley, you know, like it's... Is him and Agent, but Agent Peterson, nonetheless, he almost ran the century mark against the Cardinals and he was yeah. running the ball a lot. One thing I feel that the card the Bears are gonna want to do here, especially because the Cardinals offense has been poor mm-hmm. and the Bears defense has been very good. So I just feel like they're gonna have more control of the ball and also to keep time of possession. They're going to want to tire out that defense, almost like what the Rams did last week. And to tire out that defense, they'll be running the ball a lot more. Get them tired, throw that pass. Yeah. Run the ball, get them tired, throw that pass. And I just see, I just feel because what Agent Peterson and Todd Gurley did to this team the past two weeks, I just see Jordan Howard having a major game here. And like I said, once they're tired, they want to throw that pass. They're going to, I like Allen Robinson. I like Trey Burden in this game as well. On the Cardinals side, there isn't really much here to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, because of game script, David Johnson has had only 28 touches in the first two games. 
That's unfortunate. He still has RB1 expectations. He's still, like, the talent's still there. You do not sit him. You still got to kind of play him. Yeah. Even though they're going against a very strong defense. But I just, I think that maybe the fans might call. Now, granted, Baker Mayfield came in because of the fact that Tyrod Taylor was hurt. But with this home game, they might have to call for Josh Rosen to be out. Yeah. Not to say that the team's going to allow the, the, the fans to take over, but they'll probably call for him. And if Josh Rosen comes out, I just think it might only help Fitzgerald because Sam Bradford has not done well. Yeah, he, he's looked all. terrible. Awful. He's looked awful. Yeah. And um, so Fitzgerald, I just see doing better. He's going to he, – just for his consistent set of targets, he's going to be relevant for that mm-hmm. Fitzgerald. Um, and uh, and another thing I want to say too, not for nothing, if you're looking for like a sneaky throw here in this offense, I not for nothing – Ricky Seal Jones is somebody I like, especially for a, yeah. a position that's so depleted. He's played over ninety percent of snaps in the first two games, and he's had over he's had six or more targets in the first two games. So it's not I'm not saying he's going to put you like crazy double digit numbers every week, but at least he's going to be like involved enough in football offense that he's going to have that potential to give you those big games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I like Ricky Seal Jones here to have those opportunities for like a big game potential. But in this game, I am taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears as well. You are so boring. All right. I, I kind of have a feeling we're going to disagree in the next game, but uh, let's let's get into it. So the, uh, the Cowboys traveling to Seattle. Okay. Uh, the Seattle is a one and a half point home favorite, basically a pick on Vegas. What are you doing? You got it wrong. Um, with a 41 point total. So not a, not a lot of points expected in this game. Now, I think that this is going to be a get right spot game for Zeke. Uh, he's finally going to get the ball 25 times, and he should eat against this depleted Seahawks defense. This, de- this Seahawks defense is not the Seahawks defense that we've known. It's not the Legion of Boom. So I see uh, Zeke on the road getting the ball a ton. Um, and then as far as like the Cowboy receivers, um, not anything I'm seeing that you could start in seasonal. Uh, in daily, if you want to take a flyer on on a Tavon Austin uh, Dak stack, um, we'll be low on. Maybe he you know catches another long ball again. And with Cole Beasley hurt too. Yeah. On the Seattle side of the ball, I mean, um, obviously you're starting Russell Wilson, um, you know, but I don't feel great about it because that Cowboy defense has provided a lot, a lot of pressure. Um, on the receivers, I'll you know lock it is a start if you have them you know as a flex play maybe a low end you know wr three, but other than that I'm really not seeing much. I really like the Cowboys defense. That Seattle offensive line is depleted, so get the Cowboys defense into your lineups even in daily. They've have ten sacks over the first two games, so I wouldn't mind you know a little Dallas defense. I'm playing them this week. Dallas defense. I'm playing them in one of my leagues. Yeah, you're a smart man. I dropped. Sam Darnold to pick him up because I didn't want to drop my Saints defense just yet. Nice flex. No, I'm not dapping don't you for that. Don't dap no, me up, right, man. Don't leave me hanging on the BFB podcast. So, needless to say, I got my boys going to two and one. Who do you got in this game? Watch your mouth. Who do you got? Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, to let you know. Who do you got? We first of, of all, I, I, no, I'm going to take time for this telling me to watch my mouth. I got the Cowboys. I picked nice. them. Nice. Yes, Flex. Don't you ever, ever tell me to watch my mouth like that again. Yes. Let the record show that Flex has picked the Cowboys. I have picked the Cowboys for this game to win it every single time. But I'll tell you what, I've also picked the Cowboys. I also picked the Cowboys to piss you off tremendously once they start to suck and then not do anything for the end of the year. We You'll see. see that. Oh, you're going to see that. I'm going to be happy about that. I'm going to remember this time telling me to watch my mouth. <laughs> All right, moving on. After your, I just dapped you. Your last game of the week. My uh, last game of the Patriots week. Patriots at Lions. Patriots at Lions. New look Patriots with Josh Gordon. With Josh Gordon. Yeah, so then that's like the biggest question mark that you want to talk they, about. They didn't give game. him number 12. I uh, you think that Charlie? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so with this game, so then talking about this, the, this the, you know, 
the strong, scary defense of the Jaguars last week, you know, they kept two of the best to ever do it at their positions with Brady and Gronk to be silenced, to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Gronk, you're playing without any worries. Brady, you play without any worries. Jimmy Garoppolo had a really good game against the Lions last week. So, you know, we're going to imagine what Brady will do. And as we said, the biggest question mark is Josh Gordon. Now, we are playing Josh Gordon, you and I, in our, in our yes. big Grant league. I feel good about it, too. I feel good about playing him. I, I am not saying that I'm advising everybody to play him. Mm-hmm. I am willing to take that risk because the risks are there's two risks with Josh Gordon, which is one, his health, and two, which he seems healthy enough at least that he's going to play. Doesn't mean how I mean, he could shoot a commercial. He could, um, you, know, you know, he could play. But healthy enough, that he, if he could get hurt during a commercial, he could get hurt during a football know, right? game. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> so, but uh, the thing is also his experience learning the playbook. It's not like he's had plenty of experience in the NFL the past mm-hmm. couple of years. You know, because since 2014, he's only played 11 games. So uh, we're playing him in a league, in a league especially because we have two flex spots in that league. So mm-hmm. we're playing him. I'm not advising people to play him. I'm just saying if you want to, that's play him at your own risk. Basically, what I'm saying. Not, I'm not saying 100% sit him either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Play him at your own risk. But the only real – but remember, Brady does trust – he likes to pass to the guys he trusts. And the guys he trusts are like right now are like Chris Hogan, Rob Gronkowski, and James White. Not for nothing out of the backfield for the Patriots. The only running back that I trust is James White is the only mm-hmm. one I trust out of there, especially in PPR formats. Uh, you could play all three of the wide receivers from the Lions. You could play Galladay. You could play Marvin Jones. You could play Golden State. Marvin Jones has even been getting the red zone targets. I know people get concerned about him. He's only had four receptions in the first two games and for the same amount of yardage. But he has been getting the red zone targets. He's still a red zone threat for this this team. So I still do like Marvin Jones for a flex play. Um, Galladay is off to a good start this year. He's off to a very good start. Yes, he is so far. Um, Also, Theoretic, uh, I like as the pass catcher. Now, Carrion Johnson is the most talented running back out of this team. He's not that every third down back yet. They haven't unleashed him like that yet. But I think it's going to happen within time because even when Theodore Riddick was out for a small part of the game last week, they put Carrion Johnson in there as the pass catching back. So sooner or later, I just see him being like that main guy to take over that backfield mm-hmm. for this team that's not doing that well this year. So I, oh man, we're going to agree again, aren't we? Give me the Pats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Give pats. me the Pats. Such a boring, boring show. Go on. Next one. All right. So uh, last game of the week. Last Monday, one. Monday night up. football. Steelers at Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium. That stadium is going to be rocking. Uh, the Steelers are actually a traveling one and a half point road favorite. And there's a 53 point total on this game. Easily the high, the highest uh, point total on the board. Uh, I think this is going to be a shootout. Is actually one of the games that I've been looking forward to watching this week. Oddly enough, um, you know, on the Steelers side of the ball, Big Ben play him. Um, I, I like him in you know seasonal. I like him in daily. Antonio Brown, a mad Antonio Brown. Get him into your lineup. You don't want to see a mad. You don't want to see a mad Tony Toe Tap. Nope. Um, James Conner. I mean, you know, the guys continue. Uh, you know, he's. Been producing. Get him into your lineup. No left bell. Don't look back. So at this point, you know, start him. On the uh, Buccaneer side of the ball, Conor McGregor, a.k.a. Ryan Fitzmadrick. Get him into your lineups. What else? Madrick? Magic. Fitzmagic. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so excited to watch this game. I'm mispronouncing It's going to be a good game. It's all right, Charlie. Um, I make more mistakes than you. It's all right. Uh, and then Mike Evans. Um, what can you say the guys produced so far this year? Um, and then D-Jack. Flex consideration. Deshaun Jackson's got the connection, lent the guy his outfit for for the uh, press conference. Has the most yards. Has the most yards. Get D-Jack into your lineup, man. Out of all the wide receivers for And um, who do you have in this game? This who is a tricky have? one. Who do you have? I'm going to go with the home team. Give me the Buccaneers. You're going to go with the Bucs? Okay. Only just because you know why? Because I was going to take the Bucs too. And I was scared you were going to say that because the home team. Only to go against you winning again. I'm going to take the Steelers You're just, just to go against you. You're just picking everyone that I'm picking because I'm winning. 
So you just want to make you sure have been winning. Right you have been winning, but but man, I made these picks before you even come in today. So, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the 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 Steelers just because it's making it interesting between you and I. That's why. Why all not? Right. Like, let's, uh, let's all right, so fun. we got to finish it up. Let's finish it up real quick with bold predictions. What do you got? All right, my bold prediction. I'm not being a homer here, but Zeke the Freak Elliott, 150 150 yards and two touchdowns. You're not being a homer. Not being a homer. Sure. A buck fifty and two TDs for Zeke. I got two bold predictions for this week. Go ahead. Alvin Kamara is held again for the second week in a row without a touchdown. Okay, I like and that. And Josh Rosen plays and throws two touchdowns. With the uh, way Sam Bradford has been playing, you're really Josh, going on. Oh, the two touchdown part. I'll give you that. The, he, he plays this week and throws two touchdowns. Okay. All right. All right, I'm party people. So that's the show that we have for this week. Remember, Great once again, if you have any questions to hit us up, hit us up on Instagram at BFB Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at Podcast BFB. If you have our personal numbers, I'm sure you're going to text one of us, whatever it is, if you, whatever you want. We'll try to help you out. The best way to get you to make the best picture of your lineup. Once again, party people. Once again, shout out to Progress for making the music. Shout out to Move for making our t-shirts. Shout out to Felix who made our our logo design. Shout out to Gotham Podcast Studio for where we record our second home. Shout out to everybody. Nah, not to you and your Cowboys. <laughs> All right, party people. That's our show that we have for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Charlie, you want to say goodbye? Bureau, peace. Enjoy week three. See you on this side or the other. Peace. Peace. <laughs>